The views and opinions expressed on this show are solely the opinion of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of grown folks talk and or dreams fulfilled media. Listener discretion is advised. You need to shut the f- when grown folks is talking. Welcome to Grown Folks Talk, where we promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help us God. Warning, this show is not for the faint at heart. So, if you're incapable of keeping it real, if you're not ready to face your issues, or if you're sensitive on any level, then please don't even bother sitting your ass at the round table. Please note that our views and opinions are just what they are. Our views, our opinions. We're not licensed therapists. We are licensed realists. Ladies and gentlemen, now, here's your host, Mr. Sean D. Upshaw. Hello and welcome to Grown Folks Talk. It's me, Mr. Sean D. Upshaw, and I appreciate you for pulling out a seat at yet another roundtable for this week's topic, which is you don't deserve a pat on the back. Yes, we are going to get into that. Topic, I know you're wondering, like, what direction they're going to go. Trust me, just sit back and relax. We're going to tell you what direction we're going uh, going in, excuse me. But it might not be what you think it is. But trust me, you want to stick around for this. So, as always, we appreciate you. Like I said, if you always want to listen to any grown folks talk, you can always find us on Stitcher Radio as well as iTunes, Google Play, and let's not forget clearoneradio.com. I had to get that out the way. So, you know when I say we. Let's, let's just calm this down. You know, when I say we, one part of that we or one third of that we is my coach, your coach. She's your queen. Coach Ivy Allen. What's going on, Miss Lady? What's going on? How are you doing? I'm Mr. great. Mr. Sean. Mr. Hey, Upshaw, you. Yeah, don't be coming on here with the sexy voice like. Uh, that's what I do, <laughs> baby. That's what I do. <laughs> Listen, we already got. We already got this knucklehead, the billionaire, Mr. Abstract. King shit. Mr. Andre Spence. <laughs> What's going on? He already All right, all right. Uh, see, I ain't got to come with the sexy voice. You know, I, right. just, I just let Coach handle that part because, you know, like she said, she wants everybody's life to be as sexy a place to live. So <laughs> I'm going to let her hold that down. And it starts, yes, it starts right when I get on the call. It just gets sexier, right? You got- it does. It does, <laughs> Coach. I do notice that. <laughs> So listen, we didn't we didn't go live last week. We didn't go live last week. I really missed you guys, um, and I'm quite sure the audience missed us. Missed us, excuse me. But we had a hell of a show before we went off. Maybe we needed to take a break to let that marinate because that show right there had me doing some thinking, and um, I'm quite sure this one as well is going to have us doing some thinking because we gonna check some folks today. Hell yeah, we gonna oh, check yeah. some folks today and. I ain't going to say who's going to be on our side. You just got to wait till we get to that. <laughs> but, you know, I, like I said, I really miss you guys. I really miss you guys. You, you, you miss me? Did you miss me? Yeah, you know. uh, yeah, yeah. I could, yeah. I could throw a little, little, you know, I thought about you like once or twice. Aww. Like what type of sandwich Sean might be eating right about now or, you know. He said what Ashley, type of sandwich you might be Wait a minute. Actually, you would be proud of me. I haven't had, well, I cheated Sunday. Because I had a cheat day, but I haven't had bread in two weeks. Oh, awesome. I'm late. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. There we go. It's hard, man, because you know we got Jersey Mike's down here. It's tough to get away from them damn subs. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, bro. If you ever had Jersey Mike, shout out to Jersey Mike. Them, them mother, right there, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, you don't even know. You don't I've even never know. had a Jersey Mike. So if you got one in your town, you need to visit. I don't, town. but you know, which is probably a good thing. Because uh, yeah. then I, I, I would have a problem, right? Because then I roll up on there all the time. <laughs> they, all I'm going to say is they put, they put Subway to shame. You know, not saying that we wouldn't let you sponsor a Subway, but Jersey Mike's is crapping all over you right now. Number, <laughs> shout, out to the, shout out to the number 42 with uh, extra tomatoes and pickles. But anyway, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's move into the show. He has his memorized, number 42. Yeah, memorized. Wow. Yeah, but listen, Coach, listen. Speaking of memorizing things, you know, I've been waiting for this Ivy's intuition because all I had to memorize was the one that you gave us two weeks ago. So I think it's time to slow it down right here and just give us what we've been missing. Give us what we, we've been missing. Excuse me. And you know, we took this week's topic is you don't deserve a pat on the back. So what you got for us? Uh, well, as you all know, I am the incandescent, the incomparable, the I'm possible Ivy Allen. 
uh, asking you to join the ultimate revolution, the self-evolution revolution, and make your life a sexier place to live. Um, and so I thought I'd do a couple quotes uh, on this one. Uh, on the measure of a man, the measure of manhood. I thought that was a, would be a fitting topic. So I've got a couple ones uh, that I wanted to kind of come from this angle. Um, Martin Luther King says, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, because that's when it's easy, right? But where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. And I think so many people is like, yeah, you know, when they have things are going well and they do what they're supposed to, they're supposed to do, they take that as like they deserve you know, some type of acknowledgement for that. You're supposed to go to work every day. You're supposed to take care of your children. You're supposed to take care of your family. You're supposed to do these things. That is the comfort zone. But what happens when you lose your job or you're having marital problems or you have a child with special needs? And is, is, is that the real measure of a man? And actually it is because it, it's the measure of a man in terms of whether he sticks around, whether he contributes, or whether he bails out. Um, and that is what is really, really important. And then I had another quote that kind of made me think of this topic, too, um, which is really why I think the opposite comes in, which is what we're really talking about. And that's about uh, your ego. And it says, relationship um, never dies a natural death. They are murdered by ego, attitude, and ignorance. Because the man that does not take stock in his own manhood and bails out when things get tough, that's because of his ego, his attitude, and his ignorance uh, allows him to bail on his manhood and his responsibilities. So some things for you guys to think about as uh, you don't deserve a pat on the back. You know, it's not doing the things that everybody should do. You should get up, brush your teeth, wash your face, take care of your family, and love each other. But what are the things that you need to do when things get tough? That's when you should really be calling yourself, putting on your, your big boy boots and doing what you need to do to take stock in your manhood and make sure you're there for the important things, the hard things, not just when it's easy. You know, I take care of my kids. You're supposed to. So, you know, there you have it. Well, well hell of a high intuition, but I think you can already spill the beans on where we're going. Uh, <laughs> Dre, she, she didn't gave yeah, she didn't gave it up. So I mean, hey, that's what this week's topic is about. You know, you don't deserve a pat on the back. We are about to blaze these men for things that we feel you don't deserve a pat on the back. But yet you will stand and wait on somebody to pat you on the back. <laughs> we gonna we gonna get into that after the break shortly. So uh, you know, as always, Coach, I appreciate that Ivy's intuition, and you can always find the Ivy's intuition as well as additional Grown Folks Talk content and old shows right there on Grown Folks Talk. Well, I'm sorry, www.facebook.com forward slash Grown Folks Talk with Sean D. Upshaw. Also, don't forget to follow Coach Ivy as well as myself, Mr. Sean D. Upshaw. And that knucklehead over there, Andre Spence, <laughs> the Rillionaire. Uh, yeah, we, we, we dropping knowledge. I've been dropping some funny stuff lately. I don't know. I, I didn't tickle my funny bone lately. So it, it, it's it's. The posts I've been posting has been interesting. Uh, yeah. I even sent I even sent Coach <laughs> a private inbox because I didn't want to put that out there. Oh my goodness! Uh, the, the stuff you post see. is so funny. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> where do you find this stuff? You can't make this stuff up. Hey, it finds me. It finds me. That's <laughs> all I'll say. I so, think you're uh, a magnet for that kind of just craziness. You guys should come past the page. Definitely check out the page. Exactly. Speaking of crazy, without further ado, it's time for the hell no moment of the week. Are y'all ready for this? Okay. All right. What do we have this week? This one is entitled, That Ain't Our Mama. All right. Okay. So, for those who've been following, (laughs) for those who have been following us on this great podcast that we do each and every week. You know that me and Dre are from the great state of Michigan, Detroit, to be precise. So one of the staples in our community is Swanson Funeral Home. I mean, if you go to Detroit, you know Swanson. Let's yes, it is. Every Let's church, they got a church fan. Exactly. If you if you dead, you going to Swanson. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, be honest with you. Let's oh, my God. Swanson is the McDonald's of funeral homes. Okay. It is. In Detroit. In Michigan, it is. So when I found this article, I said, damn, Swanson, you had to do it like this. So it read, this funeral home made a grave mistake. A Michigan, oh, woman, <laughs> a Michigan woman's family gathered at Swanson's funeral home last week to say their goodbyes. 
But guess what they found? A stranger in the casket. <laughs> I told oh, them that ain't our mama, said her son, Maurice Dunn. That's what he told the news. Dunn said the family was stunned to find another person in his mother's casket at the funeral home. Wow. It was just a total stranger. Matter of fact, she even had on the clothes that they picked out they mama to wear. Oh, Come on, Swanson. Stop it. Come on, Swanson. Wow. You know oh. how I think they've been in business for so long and they cocky that when they realize they made a mistake, the article goes on to say they didn't even apologize. They say, oh, they just moved forward and left it at that. That's how you know you cocky in this business. That but is come on. Terrible. You're the only one in charge. Right. You got a monopoly. Right. Right. I hope they at least gave them the services for free. No, nah, they ain't eating hell, no. Nah. You know that ain't happening. Uh, that is, you know, that is such an, a, a horrible... Could you you're imagine already grieving. You go to look at the casket, and it's like, wait a minute, this is the casket I paid all that money for, but that's not my mama. And why did they wear my mama dress? This is terrible. Oh, those yeah, when I, when I When I saw that, I said, this is definitely a hell no nah moment for that ass. So... You know, like I always say, some people deserve to get cussed out. Oh Swanson, your ass deserves to be cussed out. I don't care how long you've been in I the I was community. about to say, you know somebody uh, got it because somebody was grieving and went oh, yeah. off. Somebody went off. I know. Where is my mama naked somewhere? Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. <laughs> Hell no! Hell no! Y'all left my mama naked somewhere. Dre, you are a fool for that. Somebody I'm mad because she's naked, and I'm mad that she's somewhere that we don't know where she is. Do you even? This is I would have been like. Do you even know where my mother is? Ladies and gentlemen, we gonna need y'all to get it together. Please double get it check. Together, please double check the bodies before you oh, have the fam okay. power and all that good stuff because you don't want to run into what this family uh, mm. ran into. I mean, and you know what? It took place in actually Flint, uh, Dre. It ain't nothing but five people in Flint right now. How the hell y'all mixed up? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they they drinking drink that water, them. drinking that Flint water, get you in trouble uh. every time. <sighs> Shout that out is to so Shout sad. Out my Shout heart out goes Bishop. out to those family. Oh, yeah. family. I'm just so sorry for them. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a quick break. I'm, I'm trying to get over this because I'm trying to see if I rolled up and thought, yeah, I don't even want to think. I don't even want to think about it. What we're going to do on the other side of this break, we're going to jump into this conversation. You don't deserve a pat on the back. I'm telling you, ladies, you're going to love us for this. Me and Dre, we stepping up to the plate. We are knocking this out the park for you guys oh, yeah. this week. And we hope the guys take heed to what we're trying to say. So sit back, relax. We'll be right back after these messages. There's a difference between talk and grown folks talk. You are now tuned into Grown Folks Talk with Sean D. Upshaw. What's going on, people? It's Sean D. Upshaw here, Mr. Grown Folks Talk himself. And what I need you to do is head over to Amazon.com or any other book retailer and order my latest book entitled The Huge Secret Behind Being Single. I promise you that it would change your perspective on dating and relationships. We're keeping it real right here, right now, inside Grown Folks Talk with Sean D. Upshaw. We're back now with more Grown Folks Talk. Welcome back, Grown Folks. We are back. Yes, we Coach Ivy, as well as Andre Spence. And yes, over the break, we were talking about Swanson still. Shout out to Swanson in Michigan, but y'all, y'all messed up, oh, yeah. y'all I just can't up. imagine that. Like Dre said, y'all done left my mama naked somewhere, and it's time to find I would it. But be anyway. so serious. And you know why? Because funerals are so expensive. I'm grieving. I just dropped thousands of dollars on this, and you guys, wow, screwed this up so bad. So bad. I know. I, know. I feel sorry for that family. I wish it's something we can do, but hey. That might be one of the times that uh, my alter ego comes out. I, I think I would be just pissed. Best thing at this point we can do is acknowledge it, which we did. So get it together, Swanson. So let's jump into this topic, ladies and gentlemen. I know you've been waiting. You don't deserve a pat on the back. Me and Dre, like I said, we're going to take a bullet for this because I think, well, I raised my hand and say I've been guilty of at least one of these. So we sat down at the round table before we came to you guys, and we came up with shit that men tend to think make them men so we broke it down in three categories we broke it down in fatherhood finance and faithfulness okay 
Well, fidelity, whatever you want to call it. So me and Dre going to kick this off. I'm going to let Dre kick off this first one. So we're going to preface it by saying you don't deserve. No, let me give you the ghetto version. Your ass don't deserve a pat <laughs> on the back. There you go. Your ass. Dre, Yo ass. it's your stage, brother. Okay, here we go. Now, the disclaimer is this. You know, Coach has taught us to give disclaimers whenever we're talking about a topic that could be a little bit sensitive. It's not that we're belittling anyone. It's not that we're putting you down or that we're just trying to uh, mock anyone. The fact of the matter is is that we're just trying to expose facts that uh, because we do certain things does not necessarily mean because we do them as men that we deserve pat on the back. For example, the first area that we're going to discuss is fatherhood. I don't know what it is about society lately, but because we do what we're supposed to do, we believe that we deserve, those of us that are doing the right thing, believe that we deserve a pat on the back, which actually is not true. This is what we're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be feeding your kids, or if you don't live in the same household with your children and 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 your co-parent, you're supposed to sit back and have a decent relationship with the co-parent. You're supposed to also be able to be there for the children, uh, and you're supposed to be able to pick your children up. It is not considered babysitting. Once again, I'm going to repeat that. (laughs) Dad, it is not considered babysitting when you pick your child up from the co-parent, okay? Do not treat the co-parent as if you're doing them a favor because you're not. You're being there and being a parent just like your co-parent is, whether it be male or female. So the first area that we want to discuss once again is fatherhood. The other thing when it comes to fatherhood that you do not get a pat on the back for is financing your the, the financing part of, of fatherhood. We're going to go deeper into finances in a moment, but when it comes to being a dad and your son says, Dad, I want those new Jordans, or your daughter says, I want that new telephone, and you get it for them, don't treat it as if you did something special because there are parents, there are mothers, as well as other group parents with the mother and the father in the household that did the exact same thing you did for Christmas. So don't sit back and act like you deserve a pat on the back for parenting. Yeah. I believe personally that this stems from the fact that at one point in time before 19. 19- 79, over 70% of, and I actually did the the, the homework on this, over 70% of all African-American families were born in marriage. So there was no question about dad doing his part and mom doing her part. But since that time period, over 70% of of children are born in uh, non-group or non-married households. So now dad is living on the outside or mom is living on the outside and you have the parent that is the custodial parent and they're doing what they need to do but as far as everybody else uh, or as far as the person on the outside whenever they contribute society has taught them oh you're doing such a great job you're doing a wonderful job or you you make sure you're paying your child support you're making sure you're picking kids up from school so you're supposed to do these things so realize that i know that i sound like I'm, I'm, i'm kind of bash you, but I'm not. I'm just trying to expose the fact that the matter is, you do not deserve a pat on your back for father. Yeah, coach? And, and, to be, and to be honest with you, I'm going to say this before Coach comes in. To be honest, a, a great listener of ours brought this to the table because she, I guess she got tired of hearing it. She got tired of, you know, men, us men puffing our chests out about stuff that we're not supposed to have our chest puffed out about. And one of the things that used to irritate me concerning this one uh, particular category with fatherhood is I used to hate when I talked to my boys and they got into it with the mother of their child and they say something like, well, damn, I just bought them some shoes last week. Brother, <laughs> if you can keep account of everything you didn't bought your child within the last Thanks. week, uh-huh. something wrong with your ass, brother. <laughs> and I mean, let's just be honest. I, I have done so much for my daughter. Look, sometimes I forget. I'm just going to be totally honest with you. I'm not trying to keep count to have an argument because I swear to God, us men, we will save that point for when these chicks get out of hand. Well, I did this last week or the other day. Yep. Brother, sit your ass down. That's your child. You lay with, down with that woman. I mean, let's just be honest with you. You've been carrying that child long before it was in the womb. You feel what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's, it's more your responsibility. It's just, well, it's just as equal of a responsibility 
uh, with you. So stop, stop keeping count. Stop keeping count. Your kids are growing up thinking that it's all about material things. Like, you just keep in count. Oh, I bought you some Jordans last week. Oh, I bought you this last week. Or, nah, it's not about that. If you're going to do for your kids, do for your kids because you're supposed to do for your kids. Oh, I got my shit on. This ain't my weekend. This ain't my weekend to keep them. Yeah. Right. You know, like, like you're doing a big favor. Like, if, 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 if you as a father keeps the child that weekend, then, well, listen, I did something uh, outside of the norm. I deserve a pat on the back because this technically ain't my weekend. Right. Where the hell did that come in when it came to being a dad? I don't know. Honestly speaking, if me and my wife was to break up and, you know, God forbid, we had to make some arrangements with London, women would be upset with me. Because if, if, if Kendra called me like, yo, I, I need you to keep London, with anything I had planned for that day, that shit is just 86. Thank you. This Thank is my child. I don't care Thank if I had a date with Holly Berry. Look, Holly, you got to wait. Or you can pop over once my daughter's asleep. I can knock you back out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but Come on I'm now. not putting my daughter on the back burner for no frivolous activities or something that doesn't matter. What matters to me as a father is memories. So, Coach, before we, you know, me and Drake, we can go all day on this one. I'm going to let you step in. And, y'all and say what done, you did my job for me. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't said it all. I mean, you know, that's, I think that's the big thing. I think for a lot of women, especially um, – in, in, at least in the U.S., most women have custodial uh, rights. They have more custodial percentage of it, where they have the kid more more of the time than the father does. That's not every case, but that's a lot of the cases. And that being said, when the dude is going toe to toe, tit for tat, she's sitting there like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're going right. to sit here and hold up a yardstick about the shoes Aaron. that you bought and the one week, the two weekends you have a month, and the one." The, the Wednesday night dinners, when I'm 24-7, 365, don't even. You don't deserve a pat on the back for being present for the, the life of your own child. You should want to be present for the life of your own child. She's your child. And that you want to be acknowledged for wanting to be present for something that you jointly shared in the partnership of creation, I mean, it's just like too far. It's like, dude, like, you know, that's like basically, you know, Somebody, you know, saying, you know, thank you for, you know, showing up. You know, people always joke, well, oh, that's mighty, right. mighty white of you to do that. Yeah, thank you for acknowledging. <laughs> yeah, it, but you feel like saying that. It's like, you know, it's like thank you for acknowledging something that's already, you know, you know, you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to. It's your kid. You're supposed to be involved. You're supposed to come to recitals. We're technically speaking, we're not even supposed to be doing one weekend a weekend. We're supposed to be a family, no matter what that looks like. I mean, and I, I, I am the first to say. And I tell everybody this, I have, I'm so blessed because I don't have these issues. I co-parent, and I say that, I mean that. We live 10 minutes apart from each other for a reason. And it is so that if he's, like the other day, he said, I have a concert, can you take her? Sure. The other week I was like, I have to work late, I've got orientation, can you take her? Sure. We don't bicker about that. She's our kid. We want to make sure she's safe. She knows she has a home. She can be where she wants to be. And the older she gets, she'll say, oh, I want to go with dad for this. Oh, I want to go with mom for right. that. Great. Right. And she should have the ability to do that. It shouldn't be, uh, don't make me go over there, mom. I don't like it. Dad ignores me or vice versa uh, if, it's, if it's ever the mother. But generally, right. statistically speaking, it's generally not. It's most of the time guys are just, they're not present to their kids. And then when they try to be, it's too late. And I'm going to tell you guys, the truth is that's how – Girls and boys have all these daddy issues because you weren't there. And it's hard to build that relationship once they become adults because they remember and, and are wounded by your lack of presence in their life when they were kids. They remember every birthday you weren't there. That's true. Every holiday you missed. Every time you said you were going to show up and never showed up. Every pair of sneakers you said you were going to buy and didn't buy. Every pony you promised your little girl and <laughs> never even took a poor pony ride. They remember yeah. that. So my, my thing is, and, we, and we're going to get off this because fatherhood is, you know, I think we didn't beat that uh, to death. D- just parents, just keep that in. It, it ain't no really no motherhood, no fatherhood. It's, it's parents. Yeah, parent your children. If we, yeah, if we can get back to that whole united front, then cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. We, we, everything could be cool. And, and the reason we having this at the round table, because this is straight grown folks talk here. It's men out here that's really holding tight to really feeling like they're a man because they do certain things in fatherhood 
or they do certain things and what we're about to bring up in the next category, which is finance. So I'm going to kick finance off because this one right here, it really agitates the shit out of me. I'm just going to be totally <laughs> honest. Tell okay. And, and, and it agitates me because I get tired of hearing men talk about, oh, well, I pay all the bills. I do this financially. I do that. Brother, can I tell you something? If y'all living together, do it really matter who pays the light bill? Because you, <laughs> you flick them mother on just as much as she does. Let's just be real here. You watch that. You sit your fat ass down with them man boobs every Sunday and watch that football game. Just like you in the back watching Lifetime. Let's just be honest here. Let's be honest here. Do it really matter who pays the car insurance or the car note or the house note or if y'all like or you pay majority of it and she pay less? Let's just be honest here. That doesn't make you a man. That doesn't make you a man. Stop claiming this whole financial aspect. I do the most, so I make the decisions. That's not a relationship, fella. That's not a relationship. Dre, I know you got something to say. That's a dictatorship. That is. And uh, what I found with guys that are like that, truth is, is that that's the only way they can feel secure about themselves. That's the only way. I don't care if, if, the, if the guy is a multimillionaire well, I don't care if it's a guy that's making $500 and he's the only one bringing home money. When you act like you're doing your family or your loved ones a favor or that it is a privilege to be in a relationship with you, because, listen, if you get with Tommy down the street, he won't take care of you like I do. Or he won't be there for you. And a lot of times women fall for this bullshit because they actually fall eventually. Not all women, don't get me wrong. But there are enough of you out there that know there's enough of you at the round table. Damn that that at the round table right now that you have fallen for that, that, that line of, well, he provides this, he provides that. And so I'll put up with his bullshit because he's a provider. No, he's supposed to provide baby girl because that's what he's supposed to do. If he's in that same household with you, he has no special rights. That Negro don't have a cape on his back just because he was able to make certain investments uh, come to life or because he was able to work some extra overtime and bring home a decent check this week. Doesn't or, mean that he or, has the right. Or he got lucky enough to get called back for a good job. Let's just be come honest. That'll make him better than Thank you. you. Thank you, because a lot of these guys forget when she was holding him down and he didn't have that job. And so the, the, the scenario that I find when, when it comes to this, when it comes to men that want to pat them back for fathering or when it comes to finances or even the next topic, a lot of times these guys, they have an insecurity that stem from somewhere and they need someone to acknowledge them because maybe in certain areas of life they're not being acknowledged. So they bring that shit home to her and say, damn it, if the world is not going to acknowledge me, acknowledge me well, your ass better. You see where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Right. If that's the problem, Coach. Well, y'all, this, this is one of my favorite. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to keep myself together <laughs> on this one because <laughs> this one ir- this one irritates me too. And I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you let me tell you why. Let me break it down for y'all. Where can you live for free? You would be paying that with or without me. That's Where right. can you live rent free, not pay anything, and put your feet up so that that would earn you the that right? Oh well, I pay. I pay the light bill, so I should be able to. I pay this. I pay. So what? You be paying it with or without me. So are you using this relationship to define your masculinity because you you pay the light bill? You be paying the light bill whether I was here or not, or you be sitting in the dark. That's right. And it's just guys. Just I just that just blows me away. The definition of a man is just my by in my humble opinion is you do what you do because it's the right thing to do. It you don't lord it over people. It's, again, this gets back to it's not what you do when things are comfortable. It's what you do when things are uncomfortable. Just because your, your woman or your wife is not doing something that you like or something that you want or things get tough or hard or the relationship isn't working out the way you want, you don't start throwing around, well, I pay the bills around here and you do what I say. You don't start doing that because you'd be paying the bills whether I was here or not. You still got to take care of yourself. The fact that you take care of your family, you take care of your wife, your kids, and anything else, any of your other responsibilities or obligations, should be the measure of how you define your masculinity for yourself because that's just what you do. It's not something you lord over other people or uh, use to manipulate other people or um, dominate other people. It's just how it is. 
And when, when there's problems, we talk about problems. We don't start throwing around what I pay for, what she pay for, what she hasn't paid for, et cetera, et cetera, because what goes around comes around. You might not have that job next month. She might be taking care of you. you. What if you have an accident on the job? What if you end up in a wheelchair? What if you end up with some debilitating disease? You never know what, what's going to happen to you. But the measure of a man is how he provides consistently and without regard to all this other BS, without that ego, without that uh, attitude, and without that ignorance. Tomorrow is not promised to us. So take care of the things you love the way you should because you should, because that's your commitment to yourself as a man. I agree. And honestly, Coach, here's the thing, uh, and I'm going to say this, and we can break this down just for a little bit before we get into this last phase of it. It, it, for men, and I can speak for myself, and I don't know if Dre will you know, back me up on this, but for men, it's more of a power mm. struggle. It's more of a power struggle. Because here's the thing. I think the whole men are supposed to provide scenario has been totally blown out of proportion. And I say it's been blown out of proportion because providing is always synonymous with money or, what, or you know, how much you make or whatever the case may be. So it, it kind of turns it kind of turns the relationship into you the pimp, she the hoe. If we're gonna look at it from that perspective, because in my eyes, and I didn't realize this until I got older and really really start to settle in my relationships, providing goes far beyond money. Now don't Absolutely. get me wrong, money is a great thing, but there's other things that you need to provide for her in order to see past money if you don't make enough. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be to- totally honest with you. It's it's men out here. You can make twenty thousand, and your wife can make sixteen. But if you got a if you got a nice ass saving plan, in five to ten years, y'all can be sitting on a nice lump sum. So I mean, I just I just hate when people just equate the whole providing. You know, manhood is providing with money. Like that's that's how we as men got this whole relationship thing just jacked up. Dre, am I am I right or wrong? Like tell me. Uh, you, am I you know what? You are so right that I've known women to leave men that have economic, strong economic stability because dudes use it as a power play. They need that pat on the back so often for what they do that the woman is like, you know what? We do live in the suburb of Dallas. We do live in a really nice area. I would rather take my ass back to a townhouse than to live in a five-bedroom house with you because of your ego and how you disrespect and treat me and disrespect the children because you bring home more money or provide all the money. So, yes, it, it, a lot of times men don't realize that there are quite a few of, of you out there. You thought your woman left you for that nigga Keith down the street. Nope. Keith came a year later. Right. She left you because uh, you you weren't you weren't uh the best lover in bed. Nope. You couldn't fuck before, so she was still with you for ten years. The reason why she left you is because she got tired of having to stroke the ego ego of a man who needed his ego stroke and she didn't enter this relationship for that. Right. To build you up and encourage you is one thing, but to have to year in and year out, build your ass up and try to raise these kids at the same time. She can't do all that and still have to raise your ass and your ego. So men realize fellas, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to take our ass outside the cave with the club, kill the damn dinosaur, and bring it back home. That's what you're supposed to do. I agree. So and I, I, got one, I got one story, and then, Coach, I don't know if you want to say something, but yeah. I remember this was like a few months ago. I had um, I had made like $800 in like a few hours, right? I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm shit. I'm about to call my wife. I'm like, baby, look at this. And she was, she was looking like, okay. And it, 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 it struck me like, here I am calling her for a pat on the back because I'm like, dude, you see how much money I didn't make and only in a few hours, I didn't work a full eight hours and I made this much. She's looking at me like, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get out here right. and make this money for the family. What, what, what you want, a pat on the back? She's like, what you want, you your want ego stroke? That's exactly what she, you know, you know, Kendra, what you want, your ego stroke? 
I'm like, yeah. Well, damn, I'll call you back. Just hurt my lip. It's funny to say that because providing isn't just about money. It's about emotional, spiritual, physical um, needs as well. And you can even flip the script. You can have a guy who, who doesn't make you know, six figures, who makes a respectable salary. His wife actually makes more than him. And she loves his lashiest drawers because he treats yep. her well. He, yep. he invests well. He's responsible. He participates in, with the kids. He's a present father. He adores her. She doesn't care about the kind of money he makes because whatever money he makes, he invested in the family. He invested in her. He invested in their children. He invested in their home. He invested in their entire family, their way of life. It's not about the money. It's about the investment that a man is willing to make, whether he makes 20000 or 120000 It doesn't matter. He has to be willing to pour into his family. And if he's not willing to do that, then she'll leave him. It doesn't matter the size of his bank account. It, the bank account may, may add some time to it, but it, it, it may not, because she, especially if she's also a, a woman who's a professional too, she's not going to want to be bothered with that nonsense because eventually it's like it's not the money. I don't get my needs met in any other way. And to the point you were making, what if you, y'all flipped a script? What if every time a woman did the laundry, cooked dinner, ran errands, ironed your clothes, had sex with you, scrubbed the floors, vacuumed, organized the kids, tucked the kids in, fed the kids, said, Honey, look what I did. <laughs> I know, right? Y'all would be like, I mean, well, damn. Since you put it like that, I was listening. I said, damn, that was, uh, I'll be sounding like a straight punk right now. I <laughs> mean, what if every time I go, honey, I cook dinner. Isn't it good? Isn't it delicious? Look at what the meal I made. And it's, you know. You need, everybody need to put that inner child to rest. Like, because <laughs> you didn't get no pat on the back when you was younger. But, right. <laughs> So, you know, we've been talking about the first two, which is finance and fatherhood. And I think they get the point. So I want to move on to this last one, because like the last one was coach's favorite. This right here (laughs) is my favorite. Okay, so the last one is faithfulness. Okay, listen, fellas, 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 fellas. (laughs) If I hear one more guy put faithfulness on a resume as a relationship quality, I am going to smack the fire out of you. Okay? <laughs> Fellas, being faithful is not a quality. It's what your ass supposed to do when you it's make a decision to get in a relationship. Okay? Yep. Like, I hate when guys be like, well, damn, you know, I don't cheat on her. Uh, brother. <laughs> really? Right. That, right. That's your best? That's the best you can come that's up with? What, you gonna mm-hmm. what was you going to say, Coach? I'm saying it's, that, that that one irritates me too. I'm like, so let me ask you this: Did you say I do? Yes. Okay. So did you? That means you made a promise in front of God and the whole church and 300 witnesses to be faithful. Yes, you did. Okay. So you gave your word to faithfulness. Yes. So what is this? I don't cheat on her. BS. I mean, didn't you just say you weren't going to? Wasn't that witnessed by people? A man of God, 300 witnesses. Everybody, you know, everybody right, saw you. Right, I right. saw you. I was there. Then you're not supposed to. What do you want? A cookie? Yeah, they do actually. Because I've heard dudes say, "Well, you know, at least I don't cheat on her." Like, you know, Raymond do his wife. Wait a minute, brother. Well, what's hey, Raymond got to do? Raymond got to do with yeah, your commitment? Exactly. Raymond don't have nothing to do with what you promised to do. This is where, and this is where where I get off track so many times. I'm like, guys, you, you missed the point. Women are actually hurt by infidelity. Yes, because it feels like a betrayal. But the biggest thing is, you didn't keep your word. Do you know what that does to a woman when she sees you can't keep your word? You have just lost all respect for her. And this was a big thing you didn't keep your word on. Then she goes, she, once she knows you didn't do that, everything you've done since she's known you is now can be questioned. Because if you promised in front of 300 guests, a man at a cloth, and me, that you would be faithful and you didn't do it, what about all the stuff that you never even said out loud that you didn't tell anybody about? And then, and then you forgot this, Coach, and we're going to let Dre make his point. Not only that, you will go through great go to excuse me great lengths to cover your lie because oh, you yeah. didn't spend twenty five thousand on a wedding to sit up there and lie. Oh, of course. <laughs> so I didn't spend twenty five thousand dollars. So can nobody ever find out this? You probably spend fifty grand trying to figure out how to do it. Try, Safety trying to say you're gonna be faithful. That's right. Messing with change, change trains three times. Hid the car. Yeah. <laughs> 
put money in somebody else's bank account, somebody put it in your kid's name and a different, I mean, all this to try to go through great lengths to hide it so nobody knows what's going on. It's just, that blows me away. And I always tell people, you know, and if you don't want to make, don't make that commitment. If faithful is not being, if being faithful is not your bag, baby, don't make the commitment. Don't, just don't. Dre, why do you think us men say that? I swear to God, that's our go-to line. Well, I don't cheat on her. <laughs> because, because yep. you know why? And notice how you said, well, I don't cheat on her. However, notice, I don't cheat on her. However, mm-hmm. I might beat on her. There's some faithful-ass dudes out there that are heavy in domestic violence. Mm. I don't cheat on her. However, I haven't had a job in like six years because she mm. bring home all the money. I don't cheat on her. However, I haven't helped her raise the kids at all. The time she come off of work, I know she's tired, but I can't cook. My mama didn't teach me how to cook, so we're still waiting for her. Because I know one, one female that was with a dude like that. <laughs> she, she came home exhausted from work one day, and she said that her daughter and her boyfriend were literally sitting up there at 6.30, starving, and she's like, why didn't you fix a sandwich? Why didn't you make, get a can of something opened up? Why didn't you make anything for you and this seven-year-old, uh, a seven-year-old? And he had no excuse, even he though he felt no that because, news, well, I'm not on the streets cheating on you. That's, what, said, that's what he said, isn't it? He says, well, right. I didn't cheat right. on you. I didn't cheat on you. I'm not cheating on you. So she left him. You know how she left him? She actually packed all his shit and called his brother, had his brother come and get him, put her daughter to bed. Actually, she called her mother, said, come get my daughter. She's going to spend the night over your house. It was a Friday evening. Mom came, got the daughter. She went in the bathroom, locked the door, ran a bubble bath. He banging on the door. Baby, 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 please. She's just getting her child gone. Let her <laughs> let her By the time the bubble went away, he was going away. She rushed that man right out of her hair. But notice, <laughs> I, I was still safer to him. However, and a lot of times dudes have that however going on, so they use that faithfulness as a scapegoat or as like he, he's doing her a favor. Or a, what or if, a separation. Just like Joe said, what if a woman, you know, just yeah. like Joe the singer says, what if a woman reminded us every time that she was faithful to us? We be thinking that she was unfaithful, but she don't know how faithful she is. Uh, you know, it's like, I don't cheat on you. What you mean you don't cheat on me? You out there hey, think about cheating on me? Hold on, Dre. Don't, no, forget, don't forget the gaming brother that used that faithful tool as a, a, a separation. You know, I'm separate from other brothers. You know, I'm faithful. Oh, <laughs> I know it's true. I know it's true. They actually put this as a quality on yes, their, you know, their single resume. And I talk more about this in my third book, The Huge Secret Behind Being Single. Mm-hmm. And I talk about how people tend to confuse what is a quality with, you know, what is a learned behavior. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Faithfulness is a learned behavior. Monogamy, hell, I believe monogamy is a learned behavior. You have to, it's other areas in your life that you have to be committed to in order to know how to be committed in a relationship. That's just my opinion. Nobody has to agree with me, but that's just what I feel. You have to reach a a level in your mind to say, you know what, I'm just that vested in this relationship that she's enough or he's enough or this relationship is is enough that I don't have to go outside of it. Let's just be real here. I think you have to have a. I think you have to be committed. You have to. You have to, of all the things you have to have, you have to be committed, because you're giving your word to something, and your word has to mean something to you. And so many people today, they give their word to everything and drop it for nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be there. Don't show up. You go and then you see it in little things. I'm. I, if you're supposed to be at work at eight o'clock, you show up at eight o five, eight ten, eight fifteen, because nobody's looking. But that's still the erosion of your word. So then you keep doing that for, you know, something. You're supposed to be at your friends, and you tell them you're going to be there. You're never there. You're supposed to, you know, pick up so-and-so on time. You're not on time for that. You yeah. forget to buy a birthday present. It's all of this erosion of your word. By the time faithfulness comes, comes around, it's just another thing you don't do that you said right. you were going to do. People exactly. aren't committed. 
And when you're in a relationship and you give your word to something and somebody means something to you, your word has to mean something to you or you'll break it just like you break your word for everything else in your life. That makes perfect sense to me. Fellas, fellas, I'm just going to be honest. Stop stop using it. Stop. (laughs) Stop. I swear I'm so tired of hearing dudes, oh, I'm faithful. Yeah, but I don't cheat on her. I don't cheat on her. But yeah, you drink. You do everything else. You do everything else. Or you, or you sit up here and you flirt with her sister. You disrespect her. Or you. Egg, egg, oh yeah, that's another thing too. Egg, again, you do everything else. Yeah, that's the one like, thing you don't do. And then it just makes me wonder too. Is, are you not cheating because nobody will want you? Because everybody sees the crazy stuff, the, all the other stuff you, you do, the the beating, nah, the flirting, the, all of that. I will tell like, you this: it's some men in relationships just waiting on that prime opportunity to cheat. I mean, they go, uh-huh. they dress up every morning waiting, like if any woman give me that look. <laughs> This woman did cheated on today. I swear to God. <laughs> it's men out here like this. I, I, I believe you. I absolutely Again, on once again, because he, he doesn't believe in the power of his own word. He doesn't. He's Dre waiting for line, an opportunity. Brother? No, you're not. You're absolutely do they, correct. Do they not spray the extra cologne waiting on somebody to say, ooh, that smells good? Yeah, girl. I yep, mean, that's that. <laughs> Come on now. I'm telling you. So we had we had to go there. We had to go there. And, and I want you to know something, fellas. We're not beating on you or beating, beating you up about this. It's just, it's getting to a point now where we have to bring all the grown folks stuff to the table and really just have a real honest discussion about it. Because I'm tired of being associated with y'all. Let's just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of having to deal with these conversations. I'm de- yeah. like, God damn, like every time, like, well, you a man, you wait a minute, baby. Look, I'm Sean. I'm an individual. <laughs> like, stop. Stop trying to put me in, in with your decision because mm-hmm. you chose that man. Let's just be honest. <laughs> so, right. uh, yeah, if you fell for the whole line, well, I'm faithful. That's on you. Any man. And in fact, I'm gonna give you a little secret. If you out to dinner when, and you meet somebody and the first thing he say, well, you know, I'm the faithful type. Run the other way. Okay? <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> Some things I always tell people, there's some things in life, it's like when you tell people you have class. The minute you say that, you don't. Some things in life, either you are it or you're not. If you're it, you don't have to explain it something. You know, the truth, it needs no proof. Either it is or it isn't. That's from India Ari. Avi Allen did not write that. The truth needs no proof. Either either it is or it isn't. If you are faithful, then you're faithful. You don't got to explain that to nobody. Nobody needs any disclaimers. You don't have to put it on your resume. The women you've been with know you were faithful, and those are the only ones that it matters that, yeah. that whether or not you were faithful. Everybody else can think what they want, but if you are a faithful man, the woman that you're with will know that you are a faithful man, and that's yeah, what she matters. She appreciates you, and she appreciates. You. So what we're Absolutely. gonna do? We're gonna take a break. On the other side of the break, we're gonna get into this brilliant tip of the week. That's right, Mr. Andre oh, yeah. Spence is gonna break you it down on how to pick up <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> In your relationship concerning this topic. So you definitely want to stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. Thank you for tuning in to Grown Folks Talk, where we serve straight truth with no chaser. We'll be right back with more roundtable discussion after these messages. You know, there are many people out here searching for help on how to balance their relationships or hell, even balance themselves, but just don't know where to look, how to start looking or who to look to. But relax, ladies and gentlemen, because the guesswork is over. Coach Ivy Allen is the woman for the job. If you're looking for life and relationship coaching with substance and amazing benefits, then contact Coach Ivy by going to facebook.com forward slash Coach Ivy. It's time that you join the self-evolution and let Coach Ivy help you make your entire life a more relaxing place to live. Folks Talk is on right now with Sean D. Upshaw. Welcome back, folks. We are on the last leg. <laughs> uh, ladies, I got to let you in on a little secret uh, before we give you the Rillionaire Tip of the Week. If you want to know if your man is faithful without him actually saying it to you, his masturbation life will be on 10. Trust me, you will see the jargon, <laughs> the fine lotion. The Vaseline, yeah. and as Dre said, the coupons will be cut out on Sunday's paper. You know, uh, for the ones the five, that smell two, like, one, you know, vanilla. The vanilla. Right, flavor. right, right. <laughs> so, you know, reward that that's man, right. lady, because he is trying to be faithful. He'd rather grab himself <laughs> than grab another woman. All right, Dre, so. That's it, that's uh, it. You see the tissue box the, the Jurgens, you know what's up. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love and hate. 
I love it because, like I say, we get to give you the millionaire tip of the week, but I hate it because we got to let you go. But, of course, it's only for one week. One week. I don't know why I wanted to break out this song. Who's seen that one night? Oh, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> That's so Dre, somebody you, always what? sings on the show. Somebody we didn't, we didn't right. sing this week. That's right. Dre, are you ready to hit us with the I'm ready. tip of the week, my brother? So what you got for I'm me? ready. And, and, and this barbershop talk, fellas. We, we make up the bullshit in our life, overcoming any obstacles of change and progressing in your life. Let's let's act like for a second the ladies aren't at the round table. It's just us having barbershop talk, fellas, because we already know we have one type of conversation when we're around the ladies, and we have a different type of conversation when it's just us fellas in the location. doesn't matter what culture, doesn't matter what age, but we know that we're different when it's just us fellas. So let's just talk as fellas. The bankrupting bullshit tip of the week for us is this. For at least, for at least 30 days, stop looking for a pat on the back. Because if you do it for 30 days, you already have built the habit of not looking for it in 60 days. And if you don't look for it in 60 days, you will continue on the habit of not doing it for 90 days and beyond. But the one thing that you have to realize is this. You're going to have to start somewhere. You're going to have to start today realizing this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be a respectful and, and caring father, a loving father, a great co-parent. Stop looking for the pat on the back. Even if she looks for it, you don't look for it. Be a man about yourself. When it comes to your finances, you're damn right you're supposed to be there. Stop looking for the pat on the back for at least one month. If nobody acknowledges what you're doing because you paid that bill or because you cooked that meal, don't look for a pat on the back. When it comes to being faithful to that woman, don't expect her to cook an extra meal. Don't be looking for her to pull out the, the, the lingerie for that. She'll pull it out for other things. But for at least 30 days, acknowledge that these are the things that you're supposed to do. And if you do that, you will continue on the process of bankrupting bullshit in your life. And that's the tip of the week. There it is. Great tip of the week. Great way to end the show. We appreciate you for pulling out another seat at the round table to hear what we have to say on these insane topics that we continue to have each and every week for you guys. So always remember that Grown Folks Talk is real talk for real people seeking real solutions to real problems. You can always check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, as well as ClearOneRadio.com. So until next week, we ask that you don't let anybody steal your joy and stop looking for that damn pat on the back. (laughs) And we out of here. Peace.